what's up guys hope you're all doing well just out for a spotted dinner heading back to the hotel now and um, actually long story but i actually left the hotel um i was back staying in the sports hotel at the alpha mar and um, i haven't actually been there in probably could be eight years um, i think like 2011 might have been the last time I was in the hotel. I had I had been due to it being cheaper. I usually book the there's little apartments out the front of the hotel, and I had I had basically been booking those for I think in 2012, 2013, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I just jumped in the apartments out front. Also, when I came back in 2017, booked the apartments out the front, and they're pretty basic apartments um but they have cooking facilities and a fridge and a television and um you know it is what it is um but anyway i moved into the hotel uh was it monday um and it's just i mean it's an absolutely fabulous location but i just don't feel like they've done anything with the hotel and could be eight years and it's very it's very the same as it was um i didn't the food didn't agree with me first day i was there could be that my um stomach was still a little bit upset from the food poisoning or whatever so i wouldn't i wouldn't sort of be surprised about that but yeah food just didn't agree with me um i remember going upstairs about eight o'clock and going to sleep and i probably told i think i told you guys about that in the podcast and there was just fucking music people playing like a fucking disco downstairs from must have been eight o'clock right through until like 11 and you know you've you've obviously you've a mixture of people in the hotel there's a, a lot of sports groups a lot of team camps but i know and i don't I don't have an issue with this. There's a lot of people that are just there on holiday and that's that's amazing. That's amazing for them, but it's not amazing for me because I've just traveled long haul, jet lag. Um, even if I didn't travel long haul or jet lag and I was here on a training camp, I, I don't want to listen to chanting and music and all this kind of stuff at sort of half eight, nine o'clock at night. Um, that's just me. Um, a boring old fart you could say and just like my sleep and it helps me on my training camp so look i i jumped on the airbnb um last night and found a place and changed my booking and off i went um so yeah i just moved in there today which is pretty cool far far nicer place um hey yeah much much nicer place the internet works um the the internet in the hotel three days i think monday tuesday wednesday all three days didn't work single day um no cell service in the rooms um i think maybe just because of where the hotel's situated when you're up in your room it's very difficult to get like you don't get 3g or so i had to like leave the room and let whatsapp messages come in right back jump back in the room it it, it just wasn't it wasn't for me, um, and I'm the first to pull my hand up and admit um, I probably I've just been a little bit spoiled. Um, maybe in my last like probably eight months, as as my performances have got better and my living situation in Flagstaff got better, and um, I upgraded from I think when I first used to go there, I'd be in Hass's office and 
then you know you get a room and now we're in a really nice house with Haas and you know I've just been spoiled and so used to it sounds stupid but like cooking my own meals having a comfy bed to go to at night a quiet place to go to in the afternoon for a nap or a quiet place at night to go to and sleep and that's just my expectation now um so it wasn't it didn't fit with that expectation i went for a nap yesterday there was a team out the back of the hotel um fixing like marble stones so everybody knows what it sounds like when there's workmen out the front of your house and um, just little things and honestly i've had a fucking really shit like two weeks and i've been sick and i've missed training and i've had a groin injury and this is my opportunity to put three to four weeks behind me that i know will not go wasted and if they do go by and i don't sleep well and i don't eat well and i struggle because of either of those things i'll not be fucking happy and i feel like that's something i can control um so I get funding from different sources um, and and so instead of using that funding for maybe massage or physio or all the rest of it, I, I booked an Airbnb. It wasn't cheap. It cost me 650 quid to book an Airbnb for three weeks and that's a lot of money. Um, it's a lot of money that I don't always have, as you guys know, and it probably wasn't three weeks ago I wouldn't have been able to afford that. I, I think I had 40-something quid in my bank account. Um, but like I said, little bits of funding come in, and um, Under Armour made their first payment, and that was saving grace. Um, and so that's what that money's for. I'm, I'm always really honest and really fair with my money. Um, I do not give a shit about anything else in my life right now, apart from the obvious things like Rachel and my family and my friends and things like this. But what I'm talking about is my main priority right now is getting better at running. And so I don't, when that money comes in, I don't need a new watch. I don't like, don't care. All I care about is investing all of it, if I can, back into being a better runner. Um, and so... 650 quid spent moved in today love it um i'm still really close to where i was i think i think the airbnb was 300 meters down the road what an absolute awesome website by the way um not that i'm trying to fucking sell airbnb but that is pretty cool that i could just jump on airbnb i think it's a bit more expensive because it's easter and stuff but um the family was really nice and they wanted I think they wanted 900 for the place. That's what the asking price was. And I offered five. And then we got into a little negotiation bidding war. And it was agreed at 650. But look, Airbnb's sick. Um, it was great that I could just do that. Now I'm, now I'm a lot more in control. Like I can cook little things. You know, I, I felt really shit on my run this morning. I mean, like really shit. Like we're running nine miles and we're running at like 650, seven minute pace and it's sea level. And I'm thinking like, feck, like I feel really shit. Like what's going on? Um, and then I'm thinking like, you know what? Like two or three nights in a row now, your sleep's been interrupted, food poison, fucking rock bands in the hotel, couldn't nap because of work, man. My, my whole rhythm has just been out of sync a little bit. So um, obviously I'm just not surprised that my body is fighting back a little bit. And it's just saying, nah, like this isn't <laughs> and it, it it reiterates the importance of the things I talk about good sleep consistency with your training consistency with your routine I'm only out of routine 
five or six days and I am fucking falling apart. I'm not kidding you, I'm falling apart. Like plans are changing, I'm on the phone to Haas, I'm on the phone to Rachel. I fall apart when that routine suffers. And it suffered for good reason because I had to come back and renew the visa. You know, I, I did the thing in Milan. The food poison didn't help. Um, now I'm here and I'm in Portugal and I, there's a... There's like a body clock, you could say, post-altitude. Um, I don't know if it exists or not. Um, oh, I'm eight days down from altitude. Maybe I feel shit or I think this is day five or six, whatever. I don't, I don't really know how it works. Actually, this is day seven because I went to Phoenix, remember, last Wednesday. But I don't know if that's real. But all I know is I felt like a bag of shit this morning. Um, and which is weird like I, I did a I told you guys I was going to do a session Tuesday um, let me tell you a bit about that I went to cross country course um, my couple of my friends from university are out here and Donald Carter Steve Gallian um, I used to hang around with these guys a lot at uni runners um, so we did a little bit of a warm up together um, 25 minutes got back to the cross country course some strides you know there was just there was just no life in me there was no I'm at sea level and I just, I was really excited about feeling good and nah. And so I stuck my like medium flat shoes on. You could say like the tempo type shoe that Under Armour now has, the Velocity. Um, and I whip it on and I don't, I don't, I don't, I've been telling you, I don't really wear the GPS. So I just had the Timex on. Um, I was then told, I know my average speed because Steve kept up for the first I think mile, two mile, um, yeah, no, maybe mile and a half. Um, so I did a 10K um, fartlek, but it wasn't supposed to be 10K fartlek. It probably ended up 11K, but I basically did my usual two sets of eight by 60, 60. Couple of reasons, love a fartlek after travel. Everything's all over the place, stiffness. Uh, I had the food poison, I traveled, like blah, 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 blah. Lots going on. Fartlek is fucking awesome. If you have a really good day with a fartlek, then you're gonna get a really good session done. Especially if you do it the way I do it. Um, people think fartlek, people think probably not that great. I ended up averaging, I think, 520, I don't know, 525 for 35 minutes um, on, if anyone's been the Alpha Mar, the Alpha Mar cross country course. So it's not like, it's certainly not easy. Um, there's twists, there's turns, there's downhills, there's uphills, there's sandy bits. Um, but you're doing 60 seconds on, 60 seconds off. And then 525 average includes the three-minute jog, um, three-minute jog in between the session. Um, but I think the loop is roughly 1,900 meters. Um, so I just worked it out. Like, I think I went through 10K in 34 minutes and or 33.50 or something like that. Um, but that's, that's where it's at. Um, so I did that on Tuesday, and it was pretty good. I, I, I was probably running like four, anything from 4.45 to five minutes, I would say, for the 60 seconds on, um, which on a cross-country course for me is perfect. Um, and then I probably don't slow down that much. You're probably looking at like 5.45 to 5.50 for the float. And I think that's what hurts people. Um, that's what people don't really want to do. They don't want to float that recovery. Um, but that's how, that's how I make it a pretty fucking solid day. Um, 
and, and like I say, if you're really, really fit, you can make it a really, really solid day. Um, but I just, like I said, I, I don't think I'm that fit and I, I just think I'm a little bit, everything's a bit all over the place. And it's not that I don't think I'm fit, actually. I told Rachel, I think I'm out of sync. So I think once, once I do, like I'm gonna do a threshold run on Friday, eight miles. And once I do that and I have like a solid effort behind me and then like a, I haven't done a long run for probably three weeks now which because remember I did a tempo two weeks ago and then I didn't do a long run in Milan. So it's probably three weeks since I've done a long run. Um, this is all really important for you guys. Like, although I'm not giving much tips here, um, if you start to notice you're not feeling as good, figure out when your last long run was, figure out when your last tempo was. It's now been nearly two weeks since I've done that tempo up in Flagstaff. So I can just tell things don't go as well when 10 days to two weeks starts to go by since I done a couple of really staple things. Um, and that would be long run, would be one. Tempo would be the other, threshold tempo, um, probably more threshold. Tempo is more like harder tempo reps, faster. Um, like in between 10K to 10 mile pace, I would probably say is like how we would class a tempo. So I'm talking more threshold, more like half marathon, um, even starting off closer to marathon type effort um, and then moving down towards um, tempo um, or sorry from marathon down towards half marathon um, which is fucking daunting for me my marathon pace is 505 um, roughly and my half marathon pace is 450 so well that makes Friday fun let's start at marathon pace and work down to half marathon <laughs> I just don't train like that like I'd, I'll probably go out on Friday and be happy with rolling along at like, I don't know, 5.15, 5.10, 5.05. That'd be great. Um, but that's just uh, that's just me. I've just figured out what works for me. I can just put weeks together if I train in that sort of fashion. So I'll pretty much be starting behind marathon pace and then working down to marathon pace and I'll be literally delighted. Um, but yeah, it's a... It's, uh, it's gonna be a cool camp now. Um, I'm much, much, much happier um, having moved into the Airbnb. Um, I think I think I'm just I like um, I like to be able to see like I, I used to really struggle in Belfast because like I just could never I could never see myself going like a month without like something maybe going wrong. Um, and what I mean by that is like. I, I used to never be able to see past the weekend because I knew at the weekend I'd probably like be out partying. So like it was always tough for me to be confident with my setup at home. Um, and I mean, that's my own damn fault, you know, that's nobody else's fault. It's my fault that I maybe felt like partying at the weekend or whatever. Um, but it, it's still, whether it's a problem or not, it's still, it's still my fault. Um, it's still a problem, sorry, whether it's not that that was wrong. Um, but you see where I'm going with that. Um, I now see the next three weeks as just an opportunity to train and sleep and um, eat healthier now that I can cook my own stuff. And yeah, really, really good opportunity to put in a, a decent block. Um, this week's went off to a good start, um, even though I felt a bit garbage this morning like I still got the run done um and and some days that's all you can do is just get it done and wipe the slate clean and 
Um, I napped and I tried to eat as good as I could. And I actually, like if I feel rubbish like that, like I, I eat a bit more and understand that for two days, the hotel food wasn't really good for me. Um, I was having very, very small portions because I just didn't, it wasn't for me, the stuff that was on offer. Um, and so maybe I was just a bit depleted. Um, that happens. So yeah, look, fingers crossed things start from here you know I, I can really see a good opportunity for the next four to six weeks um six seven weeks you'll probably say actually right up to the half marathon or whatever to just things to just move forward nicely um and and it's not the end of the world if it doesn't like like everything in life you just you adjust and you you replan and um but yeah i really hope that the next lot of weeks can just go good for me um I had a pretty good chat today with Paul McNamara from Ireland. Um, we were talking about funding and um, world champs and plans before that. And um, yeah, I'm really excited about that. Like I, I know that world champs is an interesting place to go. Um, 90 degrees Fahrenheit, 90, 90% humidity. You know, it's going to be a very, very interesting world champs. Um, I don't really know. I don't think any of us know like, I mean, there's talk of like maybe like 218 or 220 even would place you really well um, because it is 90 fucking degrees Fahrenheit. Um, so yeah, let's let's see um, perhaps how that, that, um, that goes. Um, I think there's still opportunities over the next lot of weeks where like people can come out and run faster and like I, I never like just assume, oh, I'm selected because I ran 214 or um i told paul mcnamara three years ago two years ago um i ran 217 in london and i needed to run under 217 to make world champs um, and i told him that we'd never have that problem again and i i was pleading with him to select me you know like i ireland had set a time of 21700 and um iaaf had set a time of 219 so actually i was under the iaaf standard for world champs and uh, I think one of our guys at the time had been injured or got a stress fracture. Um, and I was really like on the ball and saying, you know, come on, like, can you select me or something like this? And he said, no. And I understood. I said, it's fine. Like, you know, it opens the floodgates a little bit that if they do, then other people are going to like, yeah, but you selected Steven Scullion that time when he hadn't ran the time. And it's just, it just doesn't put Paul into a very good scenario. Um, and so, yeah, like that selection didn't come through, but I, I love the fact that back then I told him that we would never have that problem again. And that from then on, I would just run the qualifying time so that there'd be no confusion at the, around selection dates, there'd be no stress and all the rest of it. And it's quite funny now that, um, with the way the Olympics is like for me to, for me to replicate what I have been doing, I just need to go break to 11.30. Small task, eh? But there you go, guys. Look, um, thanks for listening. Um, plenty of hard work to be done. Um, I, just, I just love where my focus is at. Um, I, was, I was, I don't know how I was on, I think I was on the phone to my mom. And um, I just said, you have different people in life, you know, like you show up to a hotel and there's no Wi-Fi or the internet's not working and you can like use it as an excuse 
um, for why you don't do work. Um, and I mean, I could have used some of this, like the hotel issues or different things that were going on. I could have used them as an excuse and maybe like not had such a great period of training here, but my focus levels are just at a different level that I just protect the asset. I just know like if I am a bit high maintenance or a bit whatever, like, and I have certain expectations and I want to nap and I want to get to bed early, like that's fine. Just roll with it um, accept it, move on. Um, I feel like I'm like a, I joke that I'm like a fixer um, and a fixer is like, I just find a solution. Um, and, I, and that's what I've learned to do in myself time and time again. If I'm not comfortable with something or I'm not happy somewhere, I don't like, I don't ride it out because what happens when you ride it out is like in three days, I would have got so fed up that I would have just booked a flight home. And then I would have got probably fed up of being back in Belfast and decided to go back to America. And it just... That would have been another week or two of interrupted training, you know, and it's just not what I need right now. Right now, I just need four weeks in a row without interruption and 1995, 1995, perfect, done, um, and see where that puts me. Thanks for listening, guys. Catch you all again soon. Bye-bye-bye.